y'all. Welcome to another episode of the Unapologetically Black Gaming Podcast, a podcast that is for black gamers by black gamers. I am one of your hosts, the infamous hood, right with the heart of gold himself, Cortez Washington. And as always, I'm joined by my favorite co-host, the compassionate renaissance woman herself, compassion center renaissance woman herself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, leader mm-hmm. of the karaoke, uh, not karaoke, kangaroo, kangaroo killer, <laughs> the kangaroo, kangaroo killer kingdom. game, the yeah, kangaroo, kangaroo kingdom. killers, kangaroo <laughs> kingdom, call me Asia. Yes. <laughs> Cortez is fake and I will not be having any criticisms about it, no feedbacks, nothing. Fake Yana. That's totally fine. Hi, friends. <laughs> Welcome in. We're so happy to join you. <laughs> oh, yes. Thank you. Yeah. Kangaroo Kingdom, man. Oh, my God. The leader, the infamous leader the, 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 of the monarchy that is known as the Kangaroo Kingdom. Sorry. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's okay. I'm a princess. Literally, what are you talking about right now? Yes. Um, uh, yeah. How you doing? How you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know what? What an interesting transitional period this feels like. Um, I have. I feel like I've been pretty good overall. I think. Mm-hmm. You know, I spiraled a lot less than I did during the summer. Um, so I think that's good. I'm just hoping that you know. Um, seasonal um, affective disorder is not so strong this year, you know, because it is getting kind of chilly and my mood's been feeling kind of weird. Yeah. So trying to combat some of that, but overall I'm excited. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, Spiral summer. That was (laughs) (laughs) spiral summer. Oh, Um, yeah. So great. It's interesting that uh, the seasonal, like, affective disorder is something that like it is weird that it affects like in the midwest or just in states or just places that get winter like it really hits hard in like the winter and after all the leaves fall it gets all like ugly kind of and then the, then right before the snow comes everything's just naked yeah and, but like I, I remember like i mean when i was living down in new orleans it's the summertime because it gets so hot you can't go outside and mm. it's like i mean yes you can but like you're gonna be like it's hot and it's humid. So it's like, not only are you hot, but it feels like you put on a sweater of heat and you're walking down the street and it's just unbearable. So it's like- Every it's, day when you're walking down the street. Yeah. And- Learn to run and meet. And get along <laughs> with each other. And I said, hey, hey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> what a time yeah. literally what a time oh yeah so uh what was i saying about new orleans oh the season when you're yeah. walking down the street and, uh, and it's so, so hot yeah and it's so hot but in the it'll be funny because when i first moved down there in the winter like when that first winter hit i was like you know i was in my mood you know i'm a midwest boy through through and through you know i'm all here it's, it's december i'm sad walking around but it's green as hell outside beautiful people wearing shorts ride bikes and shit i'm like what is wrong with me and i'm thinking oh i'm just a somber boy but no it's just that my body's so used to this, mm. this these seasons that it just really hit me so it was funny because when i came when we came back up here uh in the past few years like my body's so used to that new Orleans. so when the summer hit 
I was actually super happy, like to be like mm-hmm. able to go outside, and be like, "Oh God, it's not too hot." Not just run around <laughs> and be like that, you know. I'm saying, "Oh, it's not too hot." Everybody else is like, "Oh my God, it's unbearable." Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Yep, hundred percent. You're and so I'm right. Like, and I'm like, "Have you have you ever lived in hell, boy?" Because <laughs> I've lived it. <laughs> it's right now. <laughs> it's right now. You go down, take a ten hour drive to New Orleans. <laughs> Spider-Man, somebody give me Spider-Man. No, yeah. not Batman, Spider-Man. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, so yeah. I'm, I'm wishing nothing but positive vibes for you during this next changing of seasons. You know, Thank I think, it, and also like our bodies, I feel like our bodies do that. Like, you know, it happens. Yeah. We, we have to go through that wave of like going down, like decompressing, yeah. like reflection and all those things and then come back up during the winter and then spring hits and then we're all going through the cycle. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and it's but, wild, I think about it too, because you know, like, like well dogs and animals and stuff like lose like their coats and stuff yeah and so like a new one comes back so like that was something that came to me and i was like oh god why am i trying to find an analogy for everything in my life um but but that was specifically <laughs> what came to me Ugh. and i was like okay well this is like a new thing but it felt inspirational it was a good little mindset shift you're a creator, so you're and you're like artistically. You have like an artistic mind, mm-hmm. so everything yeah. is like every. You can see po- po- Everything like the, is water and energy. Everything is, yeah, you can see the poetic, like the poetic uh, expression or the poetic, yeah, aspect, expression, maybe. yeah, aspect, yeah, of everything in the world, and so mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. very interesting. Special. Um, before we get into some of our topics, so that today we're gonna to be talking about the gaming layoffs, mm. uh, Shell using Fortnite to get to the kiddos, you know, kids, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get to them kids again. Um, yeah. But I really want to talk about like, you know, fall is here, fall is here, the leaves are falling where we are, you know, yeah. it's chilly. Um, they got the pumpkin spice lattes out. Yum yum yum. Um, pumpkin spice lattes. Uh, uh, well, I want to talk about our favorite fall activities, but I want to talk about pumpkin spice lattes right now. What do you want to um, talk? What do you want to tell the people about pumpkin they spice are, lattes? So, me originally being the nigga that I am, um, I thought it was pumpkin in the lattes, but they was like, no, nah, it's just the spices they use for pumpkin pie. And then I stopped and I was like, this is the stupidest shit I've heard in my fucking life. It's just like cinnamon, nutmeg, a little cardamom, you know, shit, you know, a little random. Like assortment of seasonings, assortments of spices. Like, you know, I could do that at the Crizzle. Why am I paying an extra $7 for that? You know, um, you looking at me, I seen your face. You was like, disgust. It was like, I, how dare I, just, you? I mean, I'm going to pay for an experience every time. <laughs> um, that's just me. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to do it. You go, you going to buy it. You go, you go to this. Do you be going to your coffee shop in your Chelsea boots and the? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And my Uggs, and uh, my potato shoes, and my um, fall cardigan that is mustard and or tan colored, with um, a knitted hat with a pom pom on top. Yes, absolutely. And my scarf will be double looped around my neck. You're so right. Or the Patagonia with the uh, the Patagonia vest. <laughs> With the uh, long sleeve white tee, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Oh my god, my my leg warmers. Are you joking? Yeah, man. I am. I'm ready. Yeah, no, my life cause, cause is like, complete. Because I'm like, because I'm a coffee. I'm a coffee nigga too. So like, um, like the only reason I am is because I worked at like a. I worked at a coffee shop and I worked at a roaster. So that term, it just it, it. I had to in order to like you know maintain the job. 
And so nowadays I'm like, oh, I like little lattes. Niggas do Spano shit. What, what, mm-hmm. what, what. But then pumpkin spice, you know, I don't know why the fuck I, after all these years and being having this knowledge, still thought that they was putting pumpkin in the motherfuckers. But no. No, it's just like a spice. It's just spices. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of people are kind of torn on them, too, is because there isn't anything added to it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like eh, it's 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 together is what it is. Yeah, because pumpkin flavor ain't that bad. It's like sweet potato, you know, but not, you know. Yeah, but sweet potato. And I would never try a sweet potato latte. You know what I'm saying? You want to eat a sweet potato latte? I bet you that motherfucker be sweet fire. Potato, a sweet potato latte? Yeah. With like, with like some, like, look, look, hear me out, hear me hear me out. Sweet potato flavor. If we're spicing it the way, the way of a sweet potato, sure. But like, if we're giving, like putting like actual pumpkin, actual sweet potato in something. Yeah. With the milk? Oh, so good. No. I you got the flavor. Got I don't think that's. Got spices and you don't see like the whipped cream and then like they like they not no not even whipped cream scratch that scratch that they got the foam right and then they get the marshmallows and then they pull out a little flame torch and like fire roast the marshmallows on top it's Ooh. a drink you just yeah. want to eat it you, know what I'm you just want it there there's no texture of marshmallow that is going to be on top of that cup that's going to make that experience feasible for me or not even feasible palatable what what is the <laughs> what is the, <laughs> the drink experience someone is supposed to have i don't <laughs> i don't understand so you want me to sip on this thing with a layer a barrier of marshmallow goop in in this damn cup and then you no. want me to what what is the experience it's like you know how so you I'm put marshmallows in hot cocoa i'm not sitting down with it in there so i don't i don't have no time for no latte or no none of that well you got to get well you you that's gonna be for the for the service like when you in the when you in the spot you know of course they're gonna they ain't gonna do like they're gonna do like one big marshmallow they ain't gonna do like a, a mound of them but like one big little roasted on the top give it that little sweet potato you know how you niggas be making sweet potato whatever and then but when to go you just throw some marshmallows in that motherfucker and say get out my face or some whipped cream okay like, get out my face. because you don't I like guess- that though thinking about that in that sense we do put marshmallows in like hot cocoa so i guess that is fine i just don't want like marshmallow cream you know so so what's your what's your thoughts on fluff fluff what what is fluff fluff come um what is the texture is it is it different like what's the texture you know when you have a s'more and and you burn it up is it like the inside yeah it's like no 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 no, not that it's more it's more aerated it's more of like an aerated like like whipped like imagine like you know how you get the like the containers of cool whip not the not the bottle but the container the bottles what, of cool whip like instead of the bottles with the spray nozzle there's oh, the container the, the, that you can buy in the frozen frozen section oh, or like in the dairy okay. section i got it's, it okay it's that similar that's similar marshmallow fluff like okay yeah, yeah. but a little hairier a little heavier i think that's yeah. the right texture then i think that would be yeah. fine yeah but uh, just that and it's just more sugary than whipped cream <laughs> yeah and it's heavier that's the thing and it's heavy it's heavier yeah but you can't but you can't you can't like charbroil whipped cream it's just gonna melt you could charbroil the you could charbroil the motherfucking you know what I'm saying? With with what? 
Are you gonna have an open poker fire that? That's gonna <laughs> they, they gotta do that right next to like the baristas. Gotta do that or at the counter. It's got a tiny little campfire on the counter. Forget about the microwave oven. We don't <laughs> offer breakfast sandwiches anymore. Only toasted marshmallow fluff. Fire, <laughs> fire roasted. You want a fire roasted spinach and feta wrap from Starbucks? <laughs> oh no, my God, that's my nightmare. Oh, okay. <laughs> Could you imagine um, it? Burn the place down. Oh yeah, no, no, because yeah, because somebody, one barista is gonna forget. They're gonna do. There's gonna be multiple things that happen. Yeah. During fall season. To- to, to train someone yeah. and it's gonna go awry. Yeah, gonna go awry because they're gonna for, they're gonna forget to turn like the butane because you know they're gonna use like butane or gas or something. They're gonna forget mm-hmm. to turn that off. Kill everyone from inhaling carbon monoxide. One, two. Uh, somebody's uh fall time or winter time scarf is gonna catch on fire because they're gonna stand over it like, oh, this is pretty neat. And then they're mm-hmm. gonna be like, oh, this is. And then they're gonna hit that. And then three is just like somebody's just gonna burn it down because they hate Starbucks. You know, so who knows? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. What a time. Yeah, what a time to be alive. Um, but what are some of your favorite fall activities? You know, like what are some things mm. you only do during fall that like bring you joy? Yeah. So like for like for me, I like going to the apple orchard. I like going yes. to apple orchard, getting apple cider, apple cider donuts. Yeah. Being like being the being the Midwest boy that I am, I love it so yeah. much. I'd be like, Oh, oh my god. god. I'd be like, time. Oh my god, this is so wonderful. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I, I love uh, we have a I'm like right next to a farm. So um, it's literally like five minutes from my house to this farm. They have like apple butter. They have, um, they don't have an orchard, but they do have um, all the other things. Like they make like the cider, they have the pumpkins, all that stuff. And um, the apple orchard is a little farther out, but I don't really go there too much anymore just because by the time I want to go, it's close to the end of the season and like everybody's picked everything off of stuff and they're they're on my nerves. But I used to really like going to those places um, and they would give you like tours and you can see how the apple cider was made and tasted and stuff. It was just so cute. I've never seen that before. I've never seen how the apple cider is made. It's really cute. It's just like a huge experience, especially like if you're like your friends have kids or like they just like get to see this little process. That's that's what makes me happy. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. Did you ever uh, have you ever been a big like going to places and looking at the leaves type person? Like you go you go mm-hmm. like to some wilderness yeah. and like drive and see the leaves. Like that shit pretty cool. Too. Yeah, we have um a lot of like mature tree like affluent areas, you know, because that's where they are, and those trees are so tall, like they turn so vibrant before they fall. It's like it's I don't know, it's just like so special. Fall is a good season. That's lit. That's lit. Yeah. yeah. It just uh I was uh I was just driving from where I'm at. Wisconsin to Minneapolis went over there over the weekend and the drive was really beautiful because they had some trees that were turning and that's always really nice to see mm-hmm. um the funny th- the fun fact though the city trees like big city trees are always ugly like they just the leaves just fall they don't ever turn they just <laughs> drop <laughs> just be like hey I'm done bro I'm off this shit and they just fall off brown as hell like I was looking at like the trees on the outskirts of town are beautiful magnificent but in town they just like they just fall off and I think the thing about that is like uh really it's just really upsetting because like what if you what if you can't get out to the country you know you just yeah. see these ugly ass brown trees uh <laughs> and then they just turn into big brown sticks you know so <laughs> but 
Yeah. I wonder if it's like that in all like major cities though, because like the type of trees they plant and what like and like uh, carbon emissions from like cars and shit. You know, they probably make the trees feel some type of way. When, when you, yeah. How do you think the trees feel? They mad. They like niggas. Stop it. Don't nobody want this Toyota emissions on my. Oh, so you believe in Last of Us for real, for real? Well, not the. Oh, cause is that is that how is that how the outbreak happened in the Last of Us? I don't. It's it's the it's the Earth is mad at humans, and then the Earth the Earth said, "I'm gonna get my lick back." I guess the, the Earth is always mad, you know. Yeah, and, and, it, and reasonably it, so. We are a blight. Yeah, we are a blight. <clears throat> they are a blight. <laughs> um, the I, I think that's like that makes sense too because what happened most recently? Oh, there's like a bed bug infestation in France, and I was like, yeah, that's Earth fighting back. <laughs> they said we tired mm-hmm. of you French motherfuckers. So bad. So I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to the French man, but man, yeah, they they shit is bad right now. It's like I've seen videos, people just hanging out there getting all that shit. It's really nasty. But also, um, I remember a couple of years ago that that Australia like there was like those extreme wildfires going on there, and I was like, that's yeah. Earth mad at Australia because they because they kicked out all the indigenous folks from those areas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You had one job, Australia, and it was don't be influenced by anything going on up here and what y'all doing. <laughs> up here. I cannot. Yeah. Mind your business, man. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> and it's so ugly, too. Because, yeah. like, why wouldn't you just why wouldn't you just leave well enough alone? It's the it's the it's the feeling of and I, it, I, I think it's the feeling of well, colonialism, of course, but mm-hmm. that like of they got something we want, and instead of partnering with them and getting it at a reasonable amount, we want it all right now. Yeah, which makes no behavior. sense. Yeah, it's like oh, and then they tell us to share, nigga. No, we ain't sharing. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? This is also very random. This is so random, but like so many people that I've met that are Australian mm-hmm. don't feel like like I wouldn't say they don't feel like they're liberal but their views match more Republican sided things but they have mm-hmm. never left Australia to come to the states they only have this opinion because of what they've quote unquote read and that's like the experience they have that's so yeah. scary to know that like whatever media is reaching them is either well i mean probably a couple things right like either they're not really well versed in research and sources and all those different things Mm -hmm. or they don't have like a good understanding of like civil rights issues because you know most people probably don't understand that in australia right if we have australian viewers sorry please tune in tell us how you feel um but i don't think that's something um that that has played a huge part in their history the way that the civil rights movement here has you know mm-hmm. um and i think mm-hmm. a lot of the a lot of the mindset that i have encountered is if no one has left their their worldview is very skewed and i think that's true of people here in the states too like if you were a small Absolutely. town person and you only stay in a small town you you don't know enough you can't know enough because you never try to know more 
Like it doesn't make sense. But um, I think more and more and more, um, a lot of the mindsets are changing because like communities like Twitch and obviously the online connection helps people see, you know, like, oh, this is what's actually going on. Oh, this is how, this is what your experience has been. Okay, great. Mm. It's just wild. Yeah, yeah. It's actually really scary too because of like the depiction, the like the depictions of other communities that aren't the dominant culture and the dominant community mm-hmm. in those nations of like especially our like in our media and other Western other Western or as they say quote unquote the Western world depictions mm-hmm. of other cultures that aren't the dominant one. Um, people just take that as as it is. They think it's just like oh yeah that's just how it is. That's just how they are. Yeah. You know. And it's and it's sad because like it's like bro like because they they in their head which is like everybody else is like why would they lie to us like why mm-hmm. would they you know there's no reason for them to lie um yep. there's no reason for them not to for us not to trust them and uh be open to and be open to like maybe there is another identity you know mm-hmm. uh and so that that process itself has provided a lot of like hard hard situations for people of color to go to other nations because they yeah. think they, they have this 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 idea or anybody else that's marginalized just a marginalized person in general they go to these places right. they think they think you're one thing they think you're this they think you're that like I've, I've 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 seen multiple stories from folks who've been like oh we like i went to like japan or somewhere like that not to say japan's the only places like this a mm-hmm. lot of other places but they've experienced like racism that you would never yeah. expect racism to be it's like why are you racist bro like you ain't got you ain't got no black people here it's like you like it's yeah that like, is an yeah. interesting aspect <laughs> it's like actually even, yeah like you don't like there's never been like a distinct like very outward history of you having racism or like mm-hmm. slavery or anything profiting off of yeah. like in asian of countries the, you know it's more so like there's a lot of like colorism involved yeah you know? absolutely yeah and that is like like probably higher than racism because mm-hmm. there's for the most part a sense of like nationality there in those those countries that are a little bit smaller have a little less um separation from you know the native um ethnicity there and mm-hmm. so I, I i remember being in china and having i mean pretty much no experiences that i would say um this is kind of racist but a lot of people would think that i was from africa because they were very familiar with people who were black coming over to china from africa i guess or that was like a like a thing and i was like i'm american and they're like but you're african and i was like no i'm american because i'm not from africa i'm from america now like um and trying to explain that concept is so bewildering to me and they like they kind of understand it but Mm -hmm. they don't you know like because they see that i'm obviously black and they're like what how does that work yeah Yeah. i know it's it's bad it's it's all bad yeah it's uh that's sad and and like 
and like kind of stressful because you're on vacation you're like i'm trying to enjoy myself mm-hmm. i'm chilling and shit now i gotta explain to you where i'm from and how that how the politics yeah. work there but you, like, have, bro, to do, do but you yeah. have to do that though like you have yeah. to like give these people experiences give people experiences outside of what they might be used to because otherwise mm-hmm. like they keep perpetuating that right and they keep sharing that information and doing all those things and i think even if it's one or two people right now like it can Mm -hmm. affect so many people later having the experience of saying yeah i actually saw a black person she spoke mandarin she spoke it really well and you know like she's an american she's not from africa that's what she said like other types of things because at the time my hair definitely was not green but you know it was like in an afro and they were like so um intrigued and obviously asked That's if they could touch my hair and gosh, they didn't understand the nuance yeah. of that you know um yeah. but you could tell that they were really excited and not like intentionally um dense or ignorant or anything like that you know it was just something yeah. to explain like no like this is my hair you touch your own hair i'll, I'll teach, touch my hair yeah it's like it's like for us, if we were to go to Colombia and be like, oh, all y'all do is drug deal here. And it's like, they're like, no, there's a lot more to Colombia than just drug dealing and yeah. Pablo Escobar and all that shit. That isn't just right. the only thing that's here. There's other actual shit going on here, you know? Exactly. And it, it's just, but it's just like with the media, it's just you get, the, you get that context of what these people are through the media and you just believe mm-hmm. it outright. And they've never, nobody's ever had a mistrust of that and a mistrust of anything. So. and a a worldview of like what you know that's why that's why it's so hard for the older generations because the tv was true like why would Mm -hmm. they lie like that you know like the news was true the news was the government lie to us yeah it wasn't biased it was never biased it was always truthful always factual that's why people still trust like cbs abc Mm -hmm. and i think nbc those are the three those are three channels when they first started cbs abc nbc yeah when they first tv first started so they're like oh these are the least biased ones because they've always been around you know everybody else is yeah. skewed and shit but there's I me mean, motherfuckers still biased i mean i don't want to talk about the i don't want to go in depth about the israel palestine situation right now the conflict mm-hmm. and the things going on there but like you know the media is saying one thing and then actions for people saying another and it's just a lot of circumstances going on with that and yeah. I, I feel at the like, end of the day it's all bad like yes. the fact that they are warring right now mm-hmm. is bad but to yes. sit up here and and be like we are for what israel is doing mm-hmm. when they have been the oppressors for x amount of years absolutely like that's so nuts to me mm-hmm. And a lot of people are showing their true colors, right? Because mm-hmm. to me, that's very representative of how America's history came to be. There's absolutely yeah. no way you're telling me you understand history in America as it is. And then you look at this situation and go, eh. Yeah. But, y'all, but y'all made them upset. Yeah. Yeah. We know that they were hurting you and abusing you, but mm-hmm. then y'all hurt them back. Now you're the problem. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's that's garbage. Yeah, it's a um, it's something that, like, clearly, like, if people that do have a bias about American history are never gonna understand what's going on there, and but the people that understand American history just look at those situations and understand like they're they're two peas in a pod, you know, like they're they're the same circumstance, same situation going on as they did with the indigenous communities here, right? And even indigenous, both like indigenous Americas or indigenous Mexican 
communities too which is technically still the americas as well um and how they were pushed out in other places like that you know and it's just like you know look at that like it's just history repeats itself and um the one thing that's sad that's the worst about all this stuff um i think is that like in all conflicts whether it's oppressor and oppressed or just two people fighting over resource or whatever um it will never end because once one per once a person is killed and they commit revenge then someone's avenging and then it's the cycle of that and it's never gonna stop it's never gonna stop it's always and then when there's an outside party that's 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 able to profit off of this cycle of violence then it's never really going to stop because they're always going to be you know uh poking the fire you know making sure the kindles never go out they're going to make sure the kindles are always hot and so Mm -hmm. i just wish i just sending out you know uh, prayers uh, positive energy hope resources all that stuff to those communities those people that are being affected out there in palestine and fucking um and the people who are caught in the crossfire between this 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 conflict um everybody man like it's just it's just sad and upsetting and um it's just this it's just it's 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 a it's a cycle that that just is replicated in every other place in the world and then we try to make excuses for it or people or the Mm -hmm. media tries to make excuses for it or larger or people with big voices try to make excuses for it or anything of that nature try to make excuses for it. And there's never an excuse for violence. Like on that violence, on that type of nature, that violence, violence in general, you know, like everything could be solved with words. Everything could be solved with stuff like that. And also yeah. everything, could, everything could be solved if you understood where the other person was coming from and you fully comprehended their feelings of why they need to fight back from you. You know, why do, yeah. why, why, why do you think that Palestine is fighting back from Israel? You know, why do you think that? Because of X, Y, and Z. Because of these factors of being pushed out of their homes, being pushed right. out of their land, their culture, just communities, being a race. You know, being a race. Yeah. And it's just fucked up. It all, is. All, all, all around fucked up. You know, and the fucked up, most fucked up part is somebody's making money off of all this shit. Yeah. And like, <laughs> we'll never know about them. You know what I'm and saying? We'll never know. And we. That's so. We'll that's know. so terrifying. Yeah. Somebody's always making somebody's profiting off your plight. That's the shittiest Ugh. thing. Yuck, and yuck, that, yuck. Yeah. But um speaking of no, not speaking of profiting off a of plight. Uh <laughs> the gaming industry itself. I wanna I wanna know what you've been um what you've been playing recently yeah. and what TV shows you've been watching, man. What's been going on? Yeah, so I'm catching up on Clear Eye. I think I'm almost done with that this new <laughs> season. Um I I'm starting to watch C, I think, on Apple TV. Um, I've also been re-watching all of Beverly Hills Cop because... The movie or the TV show? The movie. The movie oh, with okay. Eddie Murphy because yeah. they're so funny. He literally was in his bag for every single one of these. I'm going to watch him every single time. I just, oh my God, I'm obsessed. And then I've been watching some Halloween movies because... Ace. I um, enjoy torture, I guess, and <laughs> it's spooky okay. season what you mean no no thank you no oh, thank you're you. so funny i love this spooky no. season nigga. no thank oh, you oh my god yeah um there also has been um talk in this space about using like spooky um because there are people who um who use that word as like a slur against black people you know even though oh yeah spooks. not 
Yeah, it's not like common and stuff. And there has been some discourse around that. So for anyone who is listening, um, I encourage you to do some research on that and form, you know, your own thoughts and opinions about whether or not you need to include that in your vocabulary and whether or not, um, you know, you you feel committed to, you know, changing your language and, and moving forward in that, whether or not, you know, you feel like you should because um i don't i feel like it's the same for me as a black person if it's something that's used against me i can use it for me um Mm -hmm. but i don't um want us to go without that little tidbit for this um holiday season yeah and here thank you for that uh yes thank you for that because Mm -hmm. and this is another thing too these are some uh synonyms for spooky that you can mm-hmm. use instead of spooky uh yeah. eerie yeah sinister yeah ghostly Ooh. uncanny okay weird okay unearthly oh mysterious mm-hmm. frightening okay spine chilling right. hair raising yes. scaring terrifying mm-hmm. petrifying okay chilling yeah creepy creepy scary and last scary. but not least spine tingling so yeah spine you can say <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> yeah i like creepy season it's creepy season baby it's creepy season it's scary creepy season. season creepy scary weird season unearthly it season is. It is. I, I sound like i'm a poet when i say it's unearthly season <laughs> <laughs> yes edward sullen was that you we we cannot tell <laughs> Oh, but what what else you got going on? Was that just watching? The, uh, getting yeah, I think those are most oh, of the yeah. things that I've been watching and looking um, at. I have been reading as well because I work part time at the bookstore now, and I'm really excited hey. about that. Um, I love it so much. It's really cute to see like little kids come in after school and like meet their friends and hang out and stuff. Like that's just so sweet to me. Yeah. Um, and so I've been reading The Forest Demands It's Due by Kasoko Jackson. He's a young adult author um, and he is award winning. I love it so much. He came to the bookstore for a signing. That was cool. And then I'm also reading Razorblade Tears by S.A. Cosby. I was reading that with my mother. Um, we're supposed to have one chapter done by Friday so we can chat about it, but hey. I guarantee you she has not cracked it open. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yell. I bet. I know. Schedule a text. Schedule a text to her uh, tomorrow for tomorrow. I'll be like, remember, we yeah. gotta get that chapter done by the Friday. Oh, see, that's so, that's so compassionate and sweet. I'm gonna do that. You're so right. Yeah. <laughs> just text her right now. Don't forget to read. No, no, no. Don't do it right now. You gotta, you gotta do it in the morning when she's like thinking about shit. She ain't really oh. thinking. She's chilling right now. She, but that's if she's chilling right now, then she should be reading right now. Yeah. <laughs> she is. She could. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. do that. Do that. In the do morning, that. she's trying to do stuff for a day. Cause I told you she got she probably got ADHD. So she'll be up doing 95 things. And the thing is about ADHD is I can wake up and say, I would love to um make sure that I throw the trash away in the stream room and I will have that thing in my mind. And then instead of just going and going to the stream room and getting it, 
I get into the stream room and I'm like, okay, but I have all this trash on the desk that I need to put in the trash can. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. I have probably all this trash in the closet that I can put in the trash can and then take that trash out. And then by that time, I've started cleaning everything else. And now I'm moving into a different room. And guess what? I still haven't taken out the trash. And that is how she moves through her day. Okay. So she just be on some bullshit. It sound like. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's not it's not bullshit you can necessarily help, but you do have to learn how to you know cope with it so you can function. I feel like I give myself an ADHD day um, and I essentially just let my mind wander. If there's stuff that I know I need to get done, I'll just do it based on what I need to do around the house. And mm-hmm. then by like 4 p.m., if I haven't started working on anything for work, then I'll switch over to that and give myself, you know, like five or six hours to just kind of move through work things as well. Because the main thing is just trying to show up every day. Yeah, that is true. You're right. Mm -hmm. Apologies to to Mama Asia. (laughs) Yeah, she be trying her best. Yeah. My mom moved like a fucking, uh, she moved through. She'll do some shit and just knock it all out one day. Mm -hmm. I'm tired. Uh, like, it must yeah, be so you... nice at willpower. It must be so great. Man, she be like, like, man, yeah. Shout out to moms, man. Black moms, black moms <laughs> out here, man. Trying to doing their damn this. Yeah, holding this down. Um, all right. Before I go into my shit, what's this? What's the scary shit you you watched so far? Um, Halloween, the first one by John Carpenter's Halloween, and then Rob Zombie's Halloween. So I just watched Ooh. those two, and I screamed at both of them. Zero out of ten. No stars for me. <laughs> not recommend would not recommend <laughs> hey i really nope. like rob zombies halloween the first one the second one just is gory just to be gory but the first one was like it i like i like the backstory they built for i uh, do and i i can appreciate the storytelling that mm-hmm. is the most that is what fueled me if it wasn't for that we would not be we would not be rocking yeah if he didn't if it didn't just try to make you like he just being an edge lord, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I would. I always feel like, oh, okay, that's shit cool. But like, the I really like the story and all how the story, like you said, the storytelling and all that jazz with it. Um, yeah. But yeah. Shout out to shout out to no shout out to Rob. It felt I good. I yeah, Rob Zombie. Yeah, all right. Yeah, all right, white boy. Yeah, you're all right. <laughs> like I don't know meme. what he looked like, you know, but it's, <laughs> it's totally fine. Yeah. Don't um, worry about it, brother. Yeah. Shit. So, uh, what the fuck I've been doing? Oh, I've been playing, um, you know what? Today, I'm just gonna talk about what I've been playing today because, you know, my brain's everywhere, all, yeah. always, every week. Um, I did jump back into Cyberpunk 2077 because the 2.0 Ooh. update, that's been really nice. I really love Cyberpunk. Um, I like dipping. I like, uh, I haven't, I haven't got to the DLC yet because okay. I still got to work up, I still got to work up the getting past my dad's frugalness so why playing 30 dollars for a part of a game that don't make no damn sense you know okay. so i gotta i gotta yeah. i gotta get past that i gotta get past that but uh sure. i've been jumping back in i really haven't been doing the whole time i wasn't really doing like the main story i got like 40 hours in a game and i haven't been doing main. i've just been doing side quests which is basically just i've been doing gigs so um just going around doing odd jobs here and there it's actually been really fun um i treat it as like a noir uh mm. film because I, I just listen to the smooth jazz radio and I just drive around town and do some wild ass techie uh, stealth assassin type shit. You know, that's the shit I be on, uh, which is pretty fun. But um, I've been playing that. But uh, there's a bunch of de- a bunch of demos just came to Steam recently. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it was i think it's called like oh, the for next steam level. next fest next fest yeah next fest steam next, steam fest. next yeah. fest yeah i, I downloaded a boot i've downloaded buku demos really um, yeah buku demos buku if those are listening buku is a is a slang from new orleans it's just a lot it's a lot yeah yeah uh we use that up here Oh, y'all do? Oh, so y'all just been biting yeah. from the south again. Wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. Let I'm my just people go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so 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 far I've downloaded uh one. I downloaded eight demos. So um I'm gonna be going through them. Um it might actually be my first YouTube video, hint hint, um, to talk about these demos because they've been really fun. Um I played Apocalypse Party, that was cool. Um, the one that really got me was uh, Deep Rock Galactic. Um, they have a they have a spinoff of their original game called Deep, Gla- Deep Rock Galactic Survivor, and mm. it's basically like Vampire Survivors meets Deep Rock Galactic, and it's pretty dope. Um, like a like a auto shooter, bullet hell type thing, but like you're mining and building up your characters and stuff like that. So that's been really fun. The next game I'm running to is High Elo Girls. Shout out to Danny D and the people <laughs> at first, uh, you saw Danny D and them, you know, with High Elo Girls. Um, I've been okay. really, I, I've been anticipating that game, and I can't wait to play it. What um, kind of game is it? Uh, High Elo Girls is, uh, and I'm on this theme page right now. Uh, mm. High Elo Girls is a visual novel set in the esports scene where you can play all the latest. You can play it. You oh, blah, blah, blah. High Elo Girls is a visual novel set in the esports scene where you play as the latest recruit for a new all girls team. Can you help mm. your squad achieve their potential, or will you only squander your own? This is mm. and this is by Danny D uh, from Danny D and the gang from Split Fate Studios. Danny D was a guest on here uh, last season, actually. So yeah. shout out to her. Um, and yeah, I can't wait to hop into that. I really want to talk about that. I really would love to bring her back on and some of the people from Split Fate to talk about that game. So if y'all listening, pull up. But that's so that's the next game I'm hopping in. Farce TV Go, you know, I've been in, I've been on my creepy shit. I've been on my my scary shit. I've been on my un, uncanny. I've been on my un, unearthly shit. You know, like I've been really watching all that. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a horror girly. Shout out to the horror girlies out there. You know what I'm saying? The horror babies, the horror baddies, the horror, the horror. I don't want to say horror hoes because what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's the that's the reaction I would get if I said that. So I'm not going to say that. Um, But. I, I love horror. I love all things horror. I love all yeah. things spooky. Uh, not, blah, blah, blah. I love all things scary. I love all things creepy. I love all things skin crawling. Like, I love all those movies. I'll be trying to get my partner to watch them. She can't do that shit at all. She hates it. Uh, she, like, she has to have her phone open the whole time she watches it. And then it makes me feel like she isn't paying attention. But she is paying attention. She's just terrified. So, oh. <laughs> so she like halfway scrolls through Instagram so she doesn't catch it all. So it's trauma we're giving out. So great. Oh. Okay. <laughs> wow, not trauma, not trauma. Uh, no, nah, but uh, <laughs> it ain't trauma, man. I'm just, I just, I just like watching them. I just like watching them with her. She's, she's one of my food, one of the homies. But if I can get some homies to watch the spook, the uh, not spooky, uh, scary movies, horror movies with me um please let me know pull up hit me up on instagram on twitter twitter at black lumberjack and uh okay. we can get together we can watch them together discord whatever um i'm really trying to get on my i'm really trying to get on my horror movie shit i really love it okay. this is my favorite season of the year and so uh you're like okay i'm off that <laughs> I, yeah. I simply just will not be doing any horror things and since i'm going to be gone for you know a while by the time this comes out i 
I have no qualms about it. Y'all can watch as many horror movies as you want. That's your prerogative. Every last yeah. one of you. Yeah. So anybody want to hit me up about that? Let's do that. So yeah, that's what I've been on, man. Just gaming. Uh, how to hop in these demos. I feel like it fuels my ADHD, the ADHD brain of mine. It like it should. Yeah. It's like counteractive to what I try to do, like focus, and then I could just bounce from game to game to game and like give my take on each one in like that spurt and how it feels to come back to them and how it feels to like do the re the replay value and all that jazz. So, but I can't wait for that. That's gonna be. I, I can't wait to get that out there. It might be written. It might be video. Who knows? I might just do a video with a transcript, just because you know there's some uh, uh, hearing impaired folks out there that mm. would probably not be able, to, you know, wouldn't be able to enjoy it. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. So, uh, just to you know, get back, keep on with the game and shit. Uh, some of the big topics that's been going on recently: um, layoffs. Honestly, lots and lots and lots of fucking layoffs. Uh, and so, uh, so far throughout this year, um, in the gaming industry, there's been 6,261 layoffs. This is coming from uh, videogamelayoffs.com. This is like a thing that's updated by two, I, I believe it's uh, two individuals who have been tracking, or multiple individuals that have been tracking the um, the layoffs that have been going on in the gaming industry this year. They have a dope-ass website. The website actually, not only does it have the list of people, like the number of people that's been laid off, but it has the date, the companies, uh, what kind of company they are, and it has the articles and the articles and things that are directly attached to, um, like their to, press releases. Yeah, or, like the press releases. Yep, for the for, for uh, yeah, just to give you the you know to back up the information that they're doing. You know, it's like their sources are legit. Yeah, video game layoffs, right? Yeah. Doing, okay yeah because yeah. it's showing up the site now the site is not showing up as secure for me i don't know what that's about like yeah it's not secure for me either but oh, okay yeah i don't know what that means uh, is that travel? a bad thing or is that an okay thing uh it depends um it might be that they're they don't have the like the security it doesn't have the certificates like sometimes you need to oh, get like, like the ssl to, or something yeah you have to pay for like a special yeah yeah so okay. that's all that is sometimes so yeah i mean it's iffy so on some sites i use a vpn so hopefully that helps i think Dang. i'm pretty sure it helps but it helps with them not being able to track like where you are your location and stuff like that this but, is wild i didn't even but, like look at some of these these names on this list Ooh, yeah hey. just to and just to throw out some big names like unity is laid off uh close to a thousand people this year so far okay. they've done 900 um epic uh -huh. recently you know epic really just talked about their recent layoffs uh with 830 so that's huge you know volition studios closed this year it's a little over roughly 240 people you know and um the thing that's and one of the things that was scary was that uh so uh one company was just uh called out for it uh i think it was cdpr they were called out for laying mm -hmm. off their qa their quality analyst folks and um wow. it was it, yeah it was a lot of it was some qa folks that were laid off at a company i want to double check just to make sure that uh just to make sure uh i'm not putting it at the yeah uh yeah, some uh some QA, some unionized QA testers were laid off at BioWare um okay. this year. 
Oh, Naughty Dog. It was Naughty Dog. Sorry. Sorry, CDPR. Mm. It was Naughty Dog that lay off QA contractors. <laughs> you know, just want to make sure. They're going to come because, back to like, it wasn't us. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. I want to I get in trouble for that. Yeah. But no, yeah. Uh, <laughs> see, yeah. Naughty Dog laid off some QA contractors. And for those that don't know, um, when it comes to somebody that's working as a contractor, they're not a full-time employee. They're right. somebody that they get, yes, they get paid more than full-time employees, but that's because they don't have any benefits. They don't have any protections of like, uh, they can't like go to HR or anything of that nature. They really are just like somebody that's brought in to do work. And then when the, the project's done, they just leave. They don't, they don't get like a severance package. They, sometimes they, um, they, sometimes they might get opportunity to get hired on full-time as a full-time employee. But a lot of, in a lot of cases, they just go on to the next project, you know. And what sucks is that a lot of a lot of QA folks, a lot of the QA folks or QA contractors, they don't get paid a lot of money. They mm. saw a lot of people get start out making like eleven dollars an hour. Oh like, no! Yeah, you know, like really not livable wages. Um, at, I feel like any job that has you doing a contracting work or anything like that, you should be getting paid at minimum $25 an hour so you can cover yourself with health insurance and other things, you know, because you're not getting, everybody knows once you, that hourly wage is not what you're always getting because of taxes and other things and social security and all those jazz, you know, all that shit. And so definitely needs to be bumped up to $25 an hour because we know these gaming companies are making millions upon millions of dollars. Um, But to hear that like Naughty Dog, one that's like really praised for, uh, all the high quality games that they create um, they just recently laid off 25 contractors um, which were all working on they were working on the multiplayer uh, like multiplayer project that was uh, within the last of us universe and that's on ice right now um, which is sad to see you know like because I know a lot of people love those games I wasn't really big into them because the uh, sad sad white dad story is not not a thing for me um yeah sorry it's just not the thing it's just boring it's like oh another sad white dad okay you know like all right but um but no man it's just been all these companies have been laying people off but it's just surprising that like these layoffs have been happening but like the the industry itself has been booming like we've been hearing yeah. nothing but amazing games money made left and right all these things going on these new consoles everybody taking taking advantage of next gen uh next gen uh technology and all this jazz of making games that can like really be like those great experiences but then to hear like all these big companies laying people off here and there and it's not just gaming companies in general like twitch they had a bunch of layoffs uh like laid off like 400 people recently um and uh as well as um I see Niantic, you know, Pokemon Go, the Pokemon Go company, yeah. they laid off, they laid off a bunch of people too. And so it was just like, just seeing this and it's kind of scary. Um, I really would like, I really like to get your uh, opinion on this, Asia. Cause like, do you think this is like something of like a, like a, I have to say an offshoot of like the pandemic and like the economy's like getting hurt? Or do you think this is just like them, like trying to cut money to boost profits or things like that? I have no idea, honestly. Like, I don't have anything to base this opinion off of just because, you know, it's like not my industry or anything. But it seems like when people talk about it, they're often like out of the blue. They're unexpected. They're Mm. like, we've had good quarters. It's it's not what I feel like you're getting laid off fears are made of. Right. Which is Mm. like we are at the end of a fiscal year and we've done an assessment and probably, you know, three to six months, they try to see if they had a quote unquote lower fiscal year because, you know, fiscal year for some some of these people means instead of 
you know, 7 million, we made 5 million. Mm-hmm. Like we have made in the past or something. Um, I think, you know, those financial analysts are going to give their opinion probably whatever that process is. I feel like three to six months would be a good time to probably either say are we doing what we're supposed to be doing are we implementing changes have we implemented changes all those different things and then if not then that's the route they go but they seem just out of the blue and i would probably encourage y'all to you know read if you're at you're at a company a tech company any kind of those publicly traded any of those companies things look at the press releases look at the the company um news or whatever those things are and see like what they've been talking about if you're at a nonprofit, see what the well, nonprofits don't count because they, they can't just like lay off people like that. But if you're at, you know, a for-profit company, obviously just go into, you know, those those data tracker trackers and look at where your company is sitting. Um, but I don't I don't even know if that's really a good piece of advice, really, I guess, because Twitch cannot be doing terribly they're global so why would they lay off 400 people right like what what did that surround um i have no idea and they were supposed to have after the the big 400 they were um also hit with a another round of twitch layoffs um and this is literally just weeks before TwitchCon. That's nuts. Yeah. Can you imagine thinking you're going to go to TwitchCon and then you get laid off? Oh, man. That would piss me off so bad. Man. Yeah. That'd be scary. That's sad. And it hurt. And, it's, and it would hurt, too. You know, like TwitchCon is the last time last time you'll see like your coworkers that you probably consider that like are your friends and people that you want to see prosper and like yeah. have a great life. And like, you know, you 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 or them might be the ones getting or both of y'all laid off, you know? So it's like yeah. how, like so people are at TwitchCon having to network for a job now, you know, like, like with, oh my God. With uh, like shoulder to shoulder with content creators who are like networking, you know. So it's like I it puts it in a different context for them. Yeah. And um just to and just to talk about just tech and and uh in general like over like according to article from venture beat um they were saying over a thousand companies um was oh yeah over a thousand technology companies have issued around 240 240,000 layoffs to employees as well so like and that's affecting google meta amazon microsoft microsoft had laid off 10,000 people recently uh, at the beginning of the year actually and so it's just really like you know that it, it, it goes to show, like you said, like trying to pay attention to all those metrics or all those things, those factors that go into like a public traded company can be one factor. But then another thing you'll never like there's so many other things you would never know that yeah. will go into that, you know, and it sucks that you like it is like you have to like you you have to like kind of double save your money, like not only like contribute to a savings account, but also like save, save for like layoff, you know, if a layoff's going to happen. And if things like that are going to occur, especially in like companies like tech, because it does fluctuate the the value valuation of things fluctuate so much based off of words, you know, and based off things like you see how Twitter shit went down and up with mm-hmm. Elon Musk doing all that bullshit. So like imagine you're yeah. a gaming company and that got that same type of person there. You know, I know Unity got hit, got hit hard. Um, Unity is going to be getting hit hard sometime within the next few, the next year or so because of the runtime fee thing. 
and that's really going to affect a lot of uh a lot of the games and a lot of things that go on there especially with that company and so um it's really just stressful to see that sad to see that too that is going on but um i i want to put an optimistic spin on it you know like a layoff doesn't mean that you were bad you know that's what i really want to say a layoff doesn't mean that you were bad you know a layoff means that the company (laughs) went in a different direction and you are still capable you are still a person who can make an impact and do and do dope shit and keep doing dope shit but don't think a layoff is the end of the world like layoff is an end of the world you're gonna bounce back it's gonna be tough these next few months especially with the holiday season coming up you know it's like four you know like we got like four to five really important holidays for a lot of folks coming up and so i mean and it's weird too because i just feel like this year has flown by i I cannot fathom to you how it was just my birthday i was just like starting to vlog and now it's October and I'm like just starting the vlog and so I'm just so <laughs> you know I'm so perplexed as to how we got there but also this this reference Twitch's most recent layoffs they were related to the customer experience team so they were going to outsource that so wow. however That's that scary. goes is going to be interesting because we know typically that customer service roles that are outsourced are not as Hmm, tightened up would that be the right phrasing they're not as yeah, tightened up as not. someone who is in this state working from 9 a.m to 7 p.m or whatever yeah it's not it's not, they're not they're not properly trained in a way at that, home at, they're not properly trained in the way that should be like that should be done regardless of if they were yeah. outsourced or not like a lot of customer service people are half trained half ass trained but if you outsource yeah. into a place that is going to use like unfortunately like cheaper labor just so you mm-hmm. can like make more money yep you know that those people there are being more exploited than the people here mm-hmm. for their their work and their and then it's going to make the customers feel like why do i trust in this company why do i believe in this company why would i ever work with these people yeah. if they're just going to keep not giving me not provide me with that that the understanding of like my dollar is valued here like you appreciate my you appreciate my time you appreciate my energy you appreciate all the things i invest in your company and yet, when I go to talk to somebody, it's not even somebody that knows what game I'm talking or like knows what I'm talking about. You know, they're they they have a half understanding of what I'm talking about and what's going on because they're probably they're probably somebody that's just being exploited, like the people who are here. But in the mm. aspect of like not not building fully in depth with what the industry is and what Twitch is itself. So yeah, Ooh. yeah. Oh. That's so honestly it was so much and like yeah. and the next <laughs> topic is also a little morbid but yeah. it's <laughs> it's surrounding brainwashing literally <laughs> subliminal messaging and weirdness with kids and i don't know why we have to keep telling these companies leave kids alone we all understand like no one let kids be kids first of all Fortnite yeah. is above all it was it was a great game that started and moved into like a business side of things and mm-hmm. it's not what it used to be for me for sure but um big oil is using Fortnite, tiktok and twitch in effort to convince kids that fossil fuels are cool and the article from kotaku says 
that kids today only care about online free-to-play shooter Fortnite. They don't even talk about how great gasoline is. Luckily for us, one large oil company wants to change that using Fortnite, TikTok stars, and Twitch streamers. Welcome to hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so good. This article is written so good by Zach Swison, and I um, am so... Just literally, I think we're all flabbergasted that Shell... Shell, who yeah. rivaled BP in, in oil spills, um, had the nerve to be like, maybe we need kids to use more gas. Are you joking? <laughs> kids don't know how to use gas. Fuck you, you know about? what I'm saying? Like, we, we need we need more kids to try their best to drive around the earth and, and pollute the earth. That would be a great campaign. Are you, are you joking? So they've... Um, Media Matters has reportedly identified at least half a dozen streamers, including people like Punisher, Nate Hill, Chica, and I think it's Brooke AB, with a combined Twitch following of over 5 million subscribers between that that sect alone. They helped promote Shell's Fortnite map and fossil fuel products during sponsor streams that racked up over a million views. And some of these wow. creators also promoted the sponsor streams on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok to their millions of followers. So that is just so nuts to me. And obviously some of them look the way you would be expecting them to look. You know. Um, and it's really frustrating because on listen on one hand of this i want black people to get to a space where we don't have to care about our our environment our surroundings yeah. the thing yeah. it's it's hard and exhausting for us to always be exhausted with the the effort it takes to care about people because it's not easy to be mm-hmm. nice to people when you feel upset it's really not and it's not easy to be nice to people when you just literally want to be mean to them. And I understand that the same way that I feel like, you know, <clears throat> it's easier for me to smile at someone and be nice to them versus it being easy for someone else to to do that. I understand that there's a discrepancy or a disparagement there, but how how long is it going to be until these types of people these demographics of people who understand that they have the ability excuse me they have the ability to to affect the world around them in a good way mm-hmm. when are they going to develop that conscience like is it just money is that the thing is it like you make your first smooth seven figures and you're good like i don't even know what their tax bracket is for some of these things because just because they have millions of followers doesn't mean they have millions of dollars right like that's yeah you know not equivalent so i'm i'm really curious to see what like where their motivations would be because that's i think the other part of this is like this article didn't reach out to any of these people who were sponsored and i i think we need those excuse me we need those those opinions we need those those sound bites we need those words from them to figure out what what is your motivation for doing this like mm-hmm. i don't know it's just it's a it's a very weird thing but they um shell i think shell knows that people are worried about climate change and they took what i feel like is the worst possible route mm-hmm. to 
to what to run them in the opposite direction it's just weird and i yeah. never i never get shell gas anyway trust but like man it makes it worth it but the reason why is because it's ugly <laughs> um yeah. it's not it's just not my cup of tea oh my god there's a cat underneath me oh, oh i cool. didn't even know i was about to put my foot down and he was gonna be into a different dimension well, he need to he need to stay in his own space. He need to mind his business. Uh, yeah, I guess it's warm here. And <laughs> yeah, uh, and it's just like the corporations like really trying to always permeate where the kids are, like the kids circle. It's just such an old person thing to do. It's like let's get to the kids, then they'll get them to buy us. It's like kids <laughs> sixteen to twenty five don't give a fuck about where they get gas. One, two, they don't. Uh, they hate it's gas. It's the cheapest. Two, yeah. Three, um that's some cornball shit you funny as hell but um it's it's it goes to show like you know like companies like and it's just literally ties back into it like epic just laid off a bunch of people although mm-hmm. they did like they did release a statement where they said like this is what the, the packages we're providing so a lot of the folks with which was like six months severance like helping them with like finding jobs yeah they tried that stuff, which that which like i mean okay all right that's cool you gave them you like gonna help them out for six months you know but like still you still laying laying fam off and you know it's gonna be hard for them to get a job but yeah um but it goes to show like you know like this like kotaku um that reported this like really was, they also was calling out um IGN who had got some money from Shell which IGN has always been like I've, I've, they're like one of the biggest gaming news outlets but also one of the most like sketchiest because they do like they be partnering with like the US Army and a bunch of other folks with that stuff too a lot of the times and like trying to get people to like do that like do like things like recruit them for old institutions that have been instilled in our culture and communities to like boost up these like boost up them just boost them up like put them up on a new platform and be like hey yeah. remember these guys they're cool because you know they sponsored this fortnite tournament it's like nobody like kids aren't thinking about who sponsored a fortnite tournament they're looking at the content creator they're looking at what they're doing and exactly if, and they have the content creators are king when it comes to it. like yeah. and that's why it's really it's a wise move for, for them to use that verb that not that verb that path of marketing but it's annoying because like when are we going to have a conscience when are we going to stop being so weak in the knees you know what i'm saying yeah and it's wild because oh sorry i'm looking at this video of this person they were saying that they did some stuff with uh brianna i don't know brianna arsman she did like a short a youtube short with shell and she has like 11 million subscribers wow. on youtube you know and it's just like partnering with these people trying to get the kids to like really enjoy and really embrace what they're doing and all this jazz is like really scummy really scammy and it's and it's yeah. just as bad as the the tobacco companies you know yeah. advertising the kids and people might think like oh you know maybe it's no it is like literally we've there's literal articles about how fossil fuels are killing earth and these people are like but your favorite tiktok stream I mean, like no your favorite tiktoker tiktok uh account is talking about us so they're cool we're cool now right and it's like no nah, bro like i skip over that shit you know and i think and i think the thing is too nowadays is like they think that stuff will work but the the game has changed the game's different now like the attention right. spans and all this all the shit for people 
has changed you know they're just gonna skip over it if they they can tell it's a sponsored like fake ass thing they're not really gonna watch it and so yeah which is like shout out to the kids for being able to see through the bullshit because like they've been able to a lot of the time not not all the time but a good chunk of times they've been able to see through the bullshit and so i just wish them nothing but the best to like keep 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 their eye keep that keep that third eye open you feel me keep that third eye open keep it open b like don't let them get you yeah yeah don't let them get you yeah wow there's so many people i don't and the thing for me is like i'm an old head because there's so many people i don't know of and like that like that same like that woman i just talked about she got 11 million subscribers i've never heard her a day in my life never it's wild and it's wild that we live in spaces where that's a possibility there's probably you know hundreds of people that have millions of subscribers that we just don't know isn't that wild yeah never a day in my life like remember we talked about little, the little dude, the little kid, uh, Ryan is the name. Ryan, yeah. the Ryan yeah. toys. Yeah, yes. you know, one of the yeah. highest, one of the highest streamers on YouTube. Only reason I found out about him was on accident from my friend who has a little sister. He mm. told me that yeah, she always watching this little dude named Ryan. I was like, who's Ryan? He was like, he was like, I don't know. She always on her YouTube, always on his YouTube. And then I looked him <laughs> up, you know. But that was the only way I would have found out if I didn't know that. I would have never knew who Ryan was, you know? Um, but it's just that content creation shit is wild. But yeah, fuck Shell though. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you, Asia, for bringing that to the table because. Yeah, you know, absolutely. We need, to, we need to make sure these corporations are, you know, stop being so fucking weird. Um, all right. So uh, time for a shout out. Woo! And so this is a shout out to someone that's. I'm gonna add it. I'm gonna add the air horns. <laughs> um, I need a soundboard. I need to get a soundboard. That's yeah. what I'm gonna do. I have one. I guess I could use yeah. it now. Um, out. Yeah, you got one. I just got sad. Like, damn. I guess I ain't get one. <laughs> like, I can still buy one just because you got one. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, but. I uh, just want to give a shout out to some <laughs> somebody that's been out in the field doing the shit, uh, been yeah. in the trenches doing the stuff for the communities, for the for the folks. Um, mm-hmm. And this week we're gonna shout out Tanya DePass or DePass. Um, and Tanya uh, is Chicago native, um, founder of I Need Diverse Games. Hopefully you've heard of mm-hmm. them. They've been doing a lot of dope ass shit. Uh, it's a nonprofit started in 2016. Um, which was uh, which is aimed to support visibility and access for underrepresented people within the gaming industry, and is funded through Patreon and fundraising campaigns. Um, and one of the con- one of the organization's initiatives is to provide financial support and passes to video game conferences such as uh, GDC, Game Developers Conference. So she really provides a lot of like they really been providing a lot of support and stuff like that. She's been in the industry for a while, uh, being a being a writer, uh, journalist mm-hmm. for publications. Mm-hmm. Um, also being an advocate, being a being a being a voice out there for uh, being a voice out there for black and brown folks um, within the gaming industry, um, as well as other underrepresented and marginalized communities um, out there. Uh, one thing that she did that was really dope: uh, she ran a charity stream to raise funds for the Bell Project in 2020 and raised over 140 thousand dollars. You know, in a single day, which is dope, which is amazing. You know. Yeah. Um, She's also uh, been a huge uh, factor in the D&D world as well. Um, yep. Uh, she's she a lot of campaigns um, yeah. under her belt. And I think that is so cool. 
yeah rival rivals of the water deep uh the black dice society um and it was a show one of one of the shows uh rivals of the water deep was officially running uh with wizards of the coast and broadcast on the DD twitch channel which was dope uh the black dice society was also on the twitch channel uh, and on the youtube as well if you go on DD's uh, uh wizards of the coast youtube you'll find the uh you will find the vods for that um and that's super recent as well so you can really watch that but she also streams mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. uh cypher yes, cypher of tear cypher of tear yeah cypher of tear yes, and that's t-y-r yeah of tear cypher yeah c-y-p-h-e-r of t-i-t-y-r i was about to spell it wrong i just told you how to spell it i know right um oh my god She's also the program and diversity coordinator for OrcaCon and GamerX. Gamer is spelled G-A-Y-M-E-R-X. Um, and it celebrates and supports LBG, LBGTQ plus people and culture in the world of gaming with a focus on video games. Yes. Uh, yeah. So shout out to her. Um, she is really doing big shit. Um tanya if you got some free time you come on the show hang out chop it up i really want to get more of your origin story i know you got a wikipedia but i really want to hear a lot of the nitty-gritty stuff that you went through you feel yeah me? um but we support you regardless and this is a shout out to you shout out to tanya i gotta work on my vocals all right so we're gonna wrap this episode up uh asia what are your affirmations for this episode my affirmations is um i did some some um thinking about my life being introspective this past weekend and it is to own my bigness um and i think that for me means taking up space and not being afraid of people who are overly mean because i am overly nice like i don't have to live my life um, around them being mean I can be as nice as I want to regardless of how they act or whatever mm-hmm. um, because that's who I am and that's what's important to me yes <sighs> yes, 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 yes yes what are your affirmations alright this is something that I got from uh, one of the people I've been interacting with uh, so in my daytime job in my day job mm. it's my, in my Bruce Wayne job your Bruce Wayne job, sure, 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 yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, This is me. This is my Batman. Is this shit? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but my Bruce Wayne, I'm a. I work at a, a IT training program for marginalized community. Um, mm. And one of the interns that was there, uh, her favorite quote was, uh, "Shout out to Kirsten." She said, "Anything in the, anything in the past. If you're focusing on anything in the past, it's depression. If you're focusing on anything in the future, it's anxiety. So you need to stay in the present." And and it's and just to give you like the hard quote that's from is from Lao Tzu, Lao Shu. Uh, I hope I'm saying that right. L A O uh, T Z U. Um, The quote is something like that. Yeah. The quote is: If you are depressed, you are living in the past. If you are anxious, you are living in the future. If you are at peace, you are living in the present. So Mm. stay grounded. Stay grounded in the present. Um, Yes, you can still be proactive. Yes, you can do planning. But don't folk, don't put too much emphasis and too much energy into what is the unknown in the future. 
um, really just keep yourself where you are right now and understand you you can't there are things in your life you can't control and that's okay just but the things you can control you can take care of them in a positive and healthy way that benefits you and doesn't doesn't cause negative effects to anyone else including yourself um yeah. and the things in your past those are scars not wounds those are scars right. which means they have been healed over which means they're still there and you remember the history of it but that doesn't mean it's open it's healed up so it's time to move forward so oh that's so good yeah I all right thank you so much yeah thank you thank you um, <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome oh uh asia where can the people find you yeah well you can find me at call me asia everywhere that's asia with a z i know that's a little it's a little wacky but that's um what my parents decided to go with i'm on most active on twitter i'll never call it x instagram tiktok and twitch obviously those are the Spain spaces that you can interact with me nice and and if you want to find me, the infamous Hillary Ravathar to go to himself, uh, I am on Twitter at Black Lumberjack. That's spelled with two C's and black. I am not a crip. It's just Black Lumberjack. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, just find me. I am me not on- a crip. What a, what, a, what a sentence to say. Yeah. <laughs> find me on Twitter there, man. That's really where I be at. Yeah. Um, all the other socials. You ain't going to find me on Facebook. Well, you can find me on Facebook, but I don't really what? be posting shit. I just be boosting right. the homies back home. Shout out to sure. Battle Creek. Shout out to the whole gang. Um, but yeah. if you want to follow the podcast, we are on, we are at UBG Pod on Twitter, on TikTok, yeah. on Instagram. Uh, yeah. We are also announcements, two announcements. Two um, announcements. The first one is that we are on YouTube now. So Yay. all the previous interviews we've had for this previous season, they are all on YouTube now. So if you want nice. to go listen to those again, you can go there as well. You don't have to go through Spotify and shit like that. You can go on YouTube. I will be uploading the other two previous seasons as well on there. Yay. So you'll have one another place to find all your content just in case something happens to Spotify or whatever. We still have and will YouTube. those links be in the description? Yes, they will be in the description. Link is in the description to the YouTube. And also, uh, somber news, but good news. Um, we're going to be taking a hiatus. Um, yeah. Since, since Asia joined the team, um, we've been really trying to work out like what what we want to do what's the next level for the show and what's yeah, the next level what kind for of content the we want to offer yeah and so um really wanted to but we really want to take time and do it right you know yeah um, it's, it's been feeling like uh we've been as i told as i was telling asia like it, it's been feeling like we've been putting tracks out in front of the train while also talking about renovating each cart or each car mm-hmm. so and the train is still going and the train is still going full force like had to yeah. slow down a bit so <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're gonna be taking a break um what you need a break um uh i'm gonna be doing a lot more like we're just gonna be planning doing a lot more planning um, asia's gonna be out in these streets um uh, successful streets networking gonna be at twitchcon so if you see her pull up don't but pull up uh politely and don't yeah don't, exactly yeah you you can ask me for hugs but if i don't know you and i say no don't feel bad yeah but um yeah we're gonna be doing that and then we're gonna be coming back strong next year uh yeah. same energy just more effective more precise more pre- more precision in each action you know so yeah but, which but means we're, we're going to be on socials interact with us we'd love to chat with you Yes, please. So yeah, chat with us on on the socials and stay tuned, man. We got some we got some dope shit coming. But yeah. that's gonna be the end of this episode. Uh, thank y'all so much for listening, and as always, be happy, drink some water, and keep gaming. Yay! See you.